welcome to the uh, beautiful Polly Shore podcast show. Um, this is Polly Shore, and uh, today I'm a little frazzled. Can you, can you tell? I can hear it in your voice a little bit. <laughs> oh my god! A well, first frazzled. of all, yeah. First of all, what? how'd you get this location? Uh, my mom owns the club, so oh, we're here. Okay. Sandy said that, so that means we're where. Right. We're at the world famous comedy store on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, we're at the Sunset Strip, and we have Ari, my sound. Welcome hello, back from hello. from a, uh, what, what were you doing? You're throwing up or some shit? I've just had a little bit of a flu, but I'm I'm getting better. You got now. sick on the road too, dude. Yeah, that was that was different, completely unrelated. Really? What, what are you? Uh, You're like one of those type of people. Yeah, I'm were all you a Scientologist. I'm a Scientologist. Are you a Christian scientist? I'm a Christian scientist. Really? Yes. Oh my god! And that's Hannah. Yeah, that's Hannah. Say what's up. You're okay. We had a nice birthday party for you. Ari, are we rolling? What's up? Everything's good. good? So we're here at the comedy store. Let's explain who the guests are. Okay. The guests today are. The guests today are Chris Catan of SNL and not Chris Catan. Not Chris Catan. Yeah. Chris Catan. Chris Catan of SNL. And wait, 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 real quick. My co-host, I'd like to introduce Sandy Danto. He's back. Thank you. Thank it's been you. a long time since you've been back. The first one you did was my first one yeah, ever. Yeah, I was part of the inaugural podcast. Yeah, and now we're like, what, 15 in? Something, Hannah? 15? 15 yeah. in. Yeah, 15 in. That's All cool. Right. Yeah, 15 in. <laughs> Ah, yeah, 15 rocks. Yeah, 15 in. It's your quinceanera. Yeah. (laughs) So we have uh, have, uh, uh, Chris Catan. We have Chris Catan, and we have uh, the Comedy Store's talent coordinator, Mm. Adam Egit. I'm interesting to talk with him because I'm super always so busy. I just hear stuff. I mean, like today we have uh, David Spade. Mm -hmm. He's on the marquee. I came up. Who else is on the marquee? Uh, is Joe Rogan? No. Well, no. I didn't ever have David Spade on the lineups because we had competitive hair. Mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the people on the show. But more importantly, Chris Catan, Chris Catan is super late. Yeah, he's, he's super late. He's an hour and a half late. And he, yeah, and he just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hannah, how long have we been doing this podcast for? Three months, four months, five. And can you tell us the experience of the other guests? No one has ever been late. Well, let me just say this. And females, a lot of Chris females. is a very sweet guy and a very talented guy. I have worked with you, Polly, for almost 10 years now. Do and you're always very punctual, very responsible yeah. guy. I worked with Chris for about a year. Uh, I went on the road with him once or twice. and We're talking I, we, Chris Kattan. Yeah, Chris Kattan. Very I, I talented wrote with him. Guy, yeah. Never on time. Wow. Always aggressively late. Wow. Even if you show up at his house, he's like, give me a few minutes. It's like, uh, it's aggressively late, kind of like aggressively like your stomach was aggressive. Exactly. At, at Jimmy John's in It's Iowa. exactly. And then I had to throw up. Yeah. You got sick of Jimmy John's. They put too much mayo on it. You got to tell him no, mayo it was on the roast, roast beef. Roast oh, yeah. But anyways, we have Chris Catan on the show. I'm very excited to sit down with him. Yeah. I'm a fan of his stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I'm a fan of a lot of people that are on the show, but some people, when I tell them I'm a fan, they get a little defensive. Who was a little bit weird recently? You know? Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah. Well, Super. she's an artist. You can't judge her on the same scale you judge regular people. Mm. <laughs> okay. She didn't want to be there. She was more. She was like looking at her watch the whole time I was interviewing her and going, can I go see Mad Max now? She's like, am I getting paid for this? She just didn't want to be there. It was so funny. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so Chris Kattan is going to be on the show. He was on, uh, let's name some of the movies. Night at the Roxbury. Uh there, what was the movie where he played the... The Animal? Was it no, the that's movie? Rob Schneider. Oh. What's the movie where he's... Uh, Corky Romano he was in. Yeah. Uh, was he in the movie with Eddie Griffin, right? The pimp movie? Sneaker Pimp? No, The Eddie Griffin he movie. Was he, was, oh, he was in Big Pimpin'. Well, we'll ask him about that. He was that. in Saturday Night Live? Well, we yeah. know that. Sa- yeah, Saturday Night Live. Classic. Classic. Night at the Roxbury. Super, super talented. Um, I'm gonna. Cur- I'm curiously to ask. Curiously to ask him, like you know, like what's going on. Will Ferrell's doing sem- so many movies, and what's going on with him, mm-hmm. and 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 stuff like that. I recently got calls, and I'll talk to him about this from TMZ about you know his Chris Kattan's you know I don't want to say drug use I don't want to include that because I want to see what he has speculative yeah speculative drug use but I think he's taking Ambien I know I've taken Ambien I'm on an Ambien right now (laughs) (laughs) they're great and drinking coffee yeah 
Well, if you ever want to see a guinea pig ride a moped, when there isn't a guinea pig riding a moped, eat Ambien and drink coffee at the same time. And we'll ask Chris Catan about that after this, ladies and gentlemen. After the break, we got Chris Catan, and then later on, the head of talent, Mr. Adam Egget. Right after this, the Poly Short Podcast from the original room at the world famous comedy store on the Sunset Strip. What is love? So thank you for coming here. Thank you. You know, um, so you start, it was supposed to be at two, and then tell us yeah. what happened, because you texted me and you said you apologized. So you got to well, call, of all, here's what I, from what I say, <laughs> you're going to be here, and then you got to call back, and then tell us what happened. It wasn't, it was like, a, yeah, it was like for a reading for a movie, and um, they just wanted me to come back, which was good, but, which is rare, um, so I just went back there, and then I felt guilty that i was going to be late for this mm. and i so i said 10 minutes when it was probably going to be an hour but i didn't want to say Holy that shit. that's classic la <laughs> but i didn't want to say it's gonna maybe i should have just said it but i thought like maybe it won't be that long maybe they're gonna say we don't mm. need you to anyway i just felt really because bad. we've been yeah. doing this podcast for how long and now uh, I have a Pilates at four three. o'clock, and I feel bad that I'm going to have to cut. You her have Pilates short. at four, and I'm going to have to cut her short. But huh. it's like at Equinox. That's so gay. It, it's not. Oh, I shouldn't say that. No, it's gay is cool. <laughs> gay well, I mean, literally, because everyone Pilates at Equinox is not gay. That's very hetero. What's oh yeah, gay, it is. Yeah, and what's d- gay is the tramp stamps in Equinox <laughs> on the back of the guy's asshole. Yeah, Bobbio's there. Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen you there. You go in the afternoon. <laughs> I haven't been there lately. Oh, you go in the afternoon. I haven't worked out. So let's talk about. Um, uh, let's talk about first of all. Um, I'm hearing so many crazy stories about you on the road. I mean, I'm playing yeah. a lot of places that you play. <laughs> like you got. Well, I went through some things. No, I. No, I uh, let's, let's just be real for a second. You yeah. know what I mean, you talked about the bullshit meter and all this shit. Like, I oh, I be, wasn't bullshitting. No, I know, I mean, but I, I want to get to the bottom line because sure. you're an interesting guy. First of all, you're super fucking talented. Thanks. I just want, nice. yeah, no, super yeah. talented. And everyone that I told I was going to be doing this with you is like, I fucking love him. So a lot of fans and a lot of people, um, and just a lot of love. Yeah, a lot of love. Everybody people. has a lot of love. I mean, so many fucking, so many, uh, so many uh, uh, impressions. You do. I, I mean, I no, but when you're in characters and Saturday Night Live. I lose myself into things. I mean, I kind of, I think I come from an actor place as opposed to always funny. You know what I mean? Like but I think I'm more of a for comedy. The more I think, the more real you are. That's what I mean. I think is. I'm more. And I think you can it, get real even when you're being someone silly. Yeah, you're being and that the means realist it, it may not be funny all the time. Mango. Yeah, but that's why my stuff I do isn't always funny because so, I think it's more of a real approach than like uh, um, the the stuff you did for Funny or Die that you showed me where you played Bane. Yeah, that like that's that like, I just really played a bang right, as opposed you, to and a you character. did a great job. It was really and fun. Hannah, what were some of the that's characters? The way to do it, what I were feel. some of the yeah. wait, Hannah? What were some of the characters that you really enjoyed him doing? Uh, Mr. Peepers is not very, although that's not very. That's no, not which an acting ones? approach, Hannah. Um, uh, you said Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was fun. Yeah. What? Why? What's going? Hey, hey, who? What? I did a scene where he was like in heat, where he actually. He walked into a kitchen and he didn't do anything but looked at. He just walked in the kitchen and he went, Ha! <laughs> and then he left. <laughs> so they actually set up lighting and everything for that one bit where he walked into the kitchen and he looked at the faucet and went, Ha! And that was it and left. Right. <laughs> did he. Uh, My did approach he... was that he was blind, you know, from Son of a Woman. So he's always blind. I'm blind. I can't see what's going on. Like he was yeah. always blind. But uh, Bill Hader does a really good impression of. Uh, Al Pacino. It's much better than mine. But mine was like the scent of a woman at Pacino. Yeah, There's different And Andy stages. Dick. You do Andy Dick? <laughs> I'm not going to. I can't do Andy Dick. So st- so st- Andy, the, what's funny about that is what I say, and I can't say What that. do you say? <laughs> no, I can't do that. Why? Because it's rude. He got hurt when yeah. I did him, and oh, he wrote yeah. a whole song about me. Oh, really? Really? And of all people that told me about it was Matt Damon, of all people. <laughs> now, he told me like... I don't know what's going on with you and Andy Dick, but he doesn't like you. 
Really? Yeah, I guess he saw him perform at Sundance. And huh. Of all people that told me. He wrote a song that was like, if words were water, they roll off my back. And something about, I have AIDS and I fuck my mom and my Whoa. sisters. Wow. And, <laughs> it's pretty hard. <laughs> this is a Maybe good, I could do what I did. This is I a good comedy for Okay, so this is what I did. And I didn't write it. Well, wait. <laughs> Anyway, the thing is, like, when you're on SNL, you just think about yourself and, like, can I get that in this? You just want to get a sketch on. So you don't really think about hurting somebody. It's as competitive you as just, it gets, right? Well, you just want to get more on. Yeah. You, that way you'll have more fun and be part of the show. Yeah. But So you're not thinking about, like, oh, if I do a Brian Grazer impression, that might not be good for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> which I did do a Brian Grazer impression, which I thought about <laughs> later going, maybe I shouldn't have done this. But I, Andy Dick was um, <laughs> basically, uh, I was in inter- interviewing somebody and I went... <laughs> he's not gonna like this but I already did it I'm doing it in vain of, of here's the story because he's a friend of mine he'll be okay okay yeah. I said uh, God I'd go down on you if I weren't so coked up and gay why am I talking <laughs> so. <laughs> so the bit but it was a good it didn't really it was Andy Dick but it was, then it became a character which I wish I just did another character where he'd say something bad and then go what, why am I still speaking like uh-huh. say something foul or inappropriate but and then, anyway. um, and who else was it? There was Why am I um, Clay, a- Clay, Clay Aiken. Why are you choosing these? Well, this is these what are we've obscure ones. I know. Well, these I don't remember. Clay oh, Aiken. Oh my god, Clay Aiken. I don't remember Ricky my impression. Martin. Ricky Martin. Yeah. Uh, he invite after that scene. He uh, <laughs> he invited me to Greece. Wow. <laughs> to go to Greece, and I was like, "What am I wow. going to do in Greece with Ricky Martin? The country or the musical? No." <laughs> He wanted me to join the cast. <laughs> no, Greece. Go to Greece. And I was wow. like, whoa. But you're not gay. No. No, you like, yeah. And course. for those like. I'll say this. I know both you guys. One thing that you have in. Well, you have two really uh, big things in common. You're both heirs to yeah. show business both like families. And you're both always surrounded by beautiful women. Mm. We like the we do have that in common. We like the ladies. Yeah, like if you were to go it. to a party or whatever or yeah. something, you, we would probably be in the same area. You know, it's funny because we the like chase. the same energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the it's an energy it thing. Is, it is. It's not like you just want to get laid or something. Yeah. It's just that you like that kind of energy. Do you ever had sex with a porn star? Uh, well, yeah, I think she was, but I don't. I didn't know that. What was she her did name? Vid- she what did, was like, her name? I can't. I don't want to get into that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Can I? I kind of don't want to. Because the person I'm seeing now would be like livid. Really? Yeah. Who are you seeing now? This girl named Jennifer. Sweet Jennifer. Sweet Jennifer. I Jennifer. see. You know what's weird is I see a lot of. I've seen a lot of girls that have been named Jennifer. Like mm. you've been with her for I a while. Think right? me, you yeah, and, you met her. Me, you, and David nice Spade girl. have probably been with a lot of the same. Girls. You know that's weird. Yes, I think that's that's really weird. Same In fact, energy. I've had a lot. Yeah, I guess. Well, we're also, I don't know what it is. We are maybe. We're little and squirrely. You know we're what? Little. All three yeah, of you guys, I think there's like think, Hannah, people like to like spread the gay oh, rumors, but you all three I are like heard that he might such hounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the, <laughs> I don't know. I think that was part of, I mean, my just growing up was like, yeah. I want to either get married and fall in love and be romantic or I want to be on a, on Saturday Night Live or something mm. like that. And mm. I almost got I got involved in a really romantic relationship when I was 19. Mm. I met a girl in Russia in the Soviet Union. Mm. And she came over and she was beautiful and all this stuff Jesus. and uh and then um but I always went for like women for me were like um not projects but they were like you gave you had to get to get like an incredible woman you had to give 100. It's about the chase for you. Well, no, but you just had to give it all. You had to really like right. think and eat and do everything with uh regarding that person because that person would demand that in a way mm-hmm. because it was the kind of person i would go for was someone that would like if you want you know if you think you deserve me and how'd you better you f- be the best thing i've ever had kind right. of attitude so how'd you, you get over kinda, that uh i think i had became more had a stronger self-esteem and realized that um that they i don't have to be something that they they can not every part of me has to be attractive. It could be more me, and then that ended up being attractive or not, not attractive. You know, right. you were so, married. You were married because I remember seeing you at Bristol Farms a while ago, and you were you were married. What was her name? Oh, uh, Sunshine. Yeah, we were, you were married mar- briefly. 
you're you're dating her for a while. Yeah. See, that was she uh, was really cool. Who was her mom really or dad cool. or something? Or she had a mom and dad. No, but who was it? Was it someone famous? No. Or, no. You I think her? actually her grandpa was a slave trader. <laughs> Jesus, <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> I know. And she said she just said a funny story where like she heard <laughs> some story from her dad that her grand that there was a quote. She looked on the internet like things about her grandpa, and then some African American quote a quote was like them tuts. Or her last name is Tut, mm. and the quote was them tuts is mean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so let's talk it's about totally let's talk about stand up. You don't want to talk about slavery. <laughs> well, well, stand up is slavery. We can talk about both. But Tell I was going to say, you since you brought that up, I wasn't wow. married for long. That was more of a, and we're good friends. But that was more of a, uh, I got married because I wanted to make her happy. I've been there before. You have, of course. You have to go through all that in order yeah. to come out okay or get stronger. Are Don't you, you okay? feel? Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. You mean now? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I am. No, so I know how to step out of myself, so I don't get lost by my thoughts. So, and so when did you obsessed. decide to start doing stand up? Because because most people that know Chris Chris Catan Chris Catan is fun. Chris Catan, <laughs> Chris Catan. <laughs> um, they know you from the sketches. They know you from the films. They know you from all the movies. Things, and then yeah. I start hearing rumblings that all of a sudden you're on the road. Yeah. You're doing stand-up. Well, uh, I see, Did I you see. start like Rob Schneider? I know he started doing stand-up years ago, and he did movies, right. and he didn't do it, and then he started doing it again. What I, was new to, I was new to stand-up, okay. and, um, and um, uh, ICM came to me and said, do you ever think of doing stand-up? And I was like, I'm not. I did more growlings, you know, improv-based comedy. So, frankly, I don't... I've never done that, and I never really thought of about doing it but i always felt like if i can get you know if i can get enough get used to it for a little bit i think i could hold my own so i i um that's where you and i met too mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. We, i when was um I, I just was, how long you been doing stand-up now um i don't know three years two, three, four three, three years three, probably three. three-ish because to years. start at a, a later age but you already obviously had all that experience Doing movies and all the other stuff. So yeah. How did, how did it feel? I w- it was hard to feel, get into. Right? It was hard to be the only person on stage and to hold my own. Like mm. that was the it's a headline. Thing. Well, no, that's just that's, that's a that's thing. a label. Yeah, yeah. This was. I mean, like psychologically, like mm. I didn't know how to like take the stage and own it, as they mm. say. Like, mm-hmm. like if you see Eddie Murphy in Delirious, he's like walking back mm. and forth on that mm. stage and he's owning it. Mm. You know, or Kevin Hart, like they mm. own it. You know, so it was hard for me to like step out of that behind the mic and then put the mic behind you and mm. you know and have fun and the more fun more fun I had I got better that way and so, I and I didn't know that's what people wanted to see more of the energy in me anyway the whole thing is learning for me and yeah. I think there's been times that I'm not good and times that I am good mm. and that's part of the learning process I probably should have not have gone on the road that quickly maybe mm. because people were like oh he's on, he's gonna go we'll, we'll book him so they mm. booked me and then they sold out and like all these shows but I'm like I'm not I can't do 45 minutes yeah. yet or an hour. Right. Like, yeah, well, you sold out. <laughs> like, oh, okay, well, right. all right. So and, I would, and for me... But but it ended up, the timing-wise, be was worked out eventually. And so, like, Sandy helped me out with material and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's been a learning process. There's some really bad, like, blogs and stuff. Like, you, like, oh, my God, they tear you apart. But I realized that when you do a really good job, because there's been shows where, like, I do feel like it was really good, that they don't say anything. It's either really bad or right. nothing. So do you feel you got? <laughs> so that's not true. Right. Except for girls, they they respond. They say like, "Oh, he was really good," but guys never say anything. And do you feel you got into stand up <laughs> because you needed to uh, pay your rent and get some money, or was it because uh, it was? Uh, well, because obviously for page, me, I'm similar to you. It's the like, paycheck was really good. Yeah, I mean, for, if you sell out and all that stuff, then you can write. You you can make more money than you can doing a sitcom, you know, or getting a big movie. It really is, that, is true. Is that how it was pitched to you to your agents? You said you could, they can make some money and um, more into it. He said like you, yeah. You, eventually, you can make a, mm. a good prey check. But he did warn me. He said like you know, going on the road, it's another world. And it, you know, it really surprises me that that there's any negative backlash because I think another thing both you guys have in common is that. People come to see you because they want to see you guys, you know, right. because they love you from the stuff that you've already done. And you but, you guys both, you got talk about your lives and your experiences doing those things that people love you from. Right. So and, and what you say on stage isn't 
it's just you know you're just talking about your. I, I don't think they expect that though, and sometimes I think they're disappointed. Right. But if you, I mean, if I see the audience, they're really like they're like this, like. You, you, do you <laughs> and I'm like, they're not laughing, but when I can see them, they're like. So do they're you, never really like bummed or anything. But I know that I'm not like. Well, I'm, I've gotten way better though. So, but I was like, mm. boom, ba boom, boom. You know, like no, I wasn't like that. I'm see, I, I drop into a story or an analogy that went into really talking, and it was rather serious. And then I like had to stop myself. You just go off on tangents. Yeah, and that's and that's because of the groundlings, and well, I was yeah, improv trained. Yeah, and that's how I write too. Like that's how you write. You come up with new ideas by letting your brain go in that place. And mm. and when I'm that was hard for me to not stop thinking that way too because when you're doing stand-up i was trying to find the the happy marriage between like doing stand-up and doing your job on stage and getting through the jokes mm. and not engaging yourself to uh, what i did naturally which was engaging myself with the audience if they said something i'm going to end up in a conversation and that improv and the improv ends up being really good mm. but it could also fall short and then then the club will go like he's he's different every night I don't, he's unpredictable don't like crowd work they don't like crowd work at all. But then some, like, one, you know, sometimes I I used to go into, like, a 20-minute tangent with the audience. And the audience was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Mm. And then, but the, but sometimes and, it doesn't and I work. was in, I was in, I think it was Corpus Christi, Texas. You, you remember there? Corpus yeah, Christi? Yeah, yeah, I performed there. Yeah, the guy said you got pretty hammered. <laughs> I mean, well, it's not bad. I'm just having a conversation actually, with you. Actually, you know, that's weird because... And he said I, that you wanted to go to Vegas I with him I haven't drank or in like... No, this is a long time ago. Oh, well, I didn't drink... I haven't drank in like Didn't you say, like, years, let's go to so. Vegas or some shit with him? With him? Who? Some guy in Corpus. He's like, yeah, when we were partying, and then he's like, let's go to Vegas. Oh, yeah, he said that you had a... Th- you were, like, hosting a party in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were with me right, He said right. that you were either hosting a party I always, or there was time a... Time I, go oh, wait, I was hosting a party? Or every time like I go that, to yeah. a place... I went to Corpus Christi. Every time I go to a place, <laughs> I always... <laughs> I always, always... I say, who the fuck was here? What other comics were here? Right. How and they, they go, do? say, I got hammered. How did they do, Right. you know, business-wise? Why are you ask that? Sandy. You're comparing yourself? Dude, I got to see, you know, if they're ripping me off or not. Is that oh, right? that's not it. No, I just want to know <laughs> the business. Like, you know, like how did Tom Green do? How did how did you do? But why how do you did... need to know that? I never ask. Well, because I want to know. Like, I how feel like doing. everybody's better than me doing stand-up. No, I'm... I feel like I'm funnier sometimes, probably. Mm-hmm. I just felt like too soon that I think I know what I'm doing. I didn't know what I was doing. So you don't remember partying in Corpus Christi with the guy? I did go yeah. out with them, mm-hmm. and that could be like he's out. I did go out. I went to a strip club, and I right. did that thing. Yeah. But whatever. So what is, what's that What's that feel like? Because, again, I'm I'm looking at myself. But that I'm could be labeled like he went out partying and... Because that was a party. It just wasn't like, no one's going to go, hey, dude, here's some blow. Like, who's going to do that? You have to go out and buy it. Like, you don't just do it. Like, if you want, like, drugs and stuff, you have to go on a mission. And that yeah, takes, you like, go a long time. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I... Especially you know, in a strange I, I, I've had no, quite I just know, and stuff. I just want to know how you feel. But like, that's because, not... Because, like, I look, like I said, I look, when I look at you, I look at me. Right. Meaning someone, we were starring in movies, and now we're on the road making a living. We're not Adam Sandler. Right, right. We're not starring in fucking movies. Let's be honest. Sure, yeah. So you're out there on your road. You know, how do you feel in your skin, you know, being out there, like, going, hey, I was doing all this stuff. And because yeah. I, I have the same thing, and I can answer. I go through the same thing. And being out there, you know, like, fuck. Oh, just I, being out I know there, like, and, you know. It, it, like, I went through, I think yeah, I went you, through yeah. that, like, thank God, because it was like, I really felt like, uh, look what I'm doing. Mm. What happened? Right. You know, what's all this? You know, this is not what I want to do. Um, and then I started having more fun, and that worked out. But then I was still like, "Were you uh, doing drugs at but the then time I, and drinking at the time when you were going through that?" No, I was. That period. What What was I doing? I wasn't drinking. You know, I was. You know, I you was. You got fucked there, up. Come what on, was the, dude. Well, I had. I mean, it's probably no, short, dude. Up, Let's go. But I did get like, <laughs> you know, what was happening was that the traveling stuff was hard. I mean, I don't really talk about this, but I got like um, a thing called stenosis. I think I have the Ari. Don't I have that? It's that the, along with a bunch of other things. I yeah, that, well, <laughs> yeah. no, scoliosis, yeah. stenosis, it's scoli- what else? It's stenosis. Gonorrhea. It's like a, Gonorrhea. It's your spine that gets kind of strangled. You called the one doctor. What did they say? That's uh, fucked up, right? Yeah. 
It's you kind of fucked up. It's prostate? like let's say prostate. ADD. Let's say your store, uh, your spine. <laughs> this is your spine, and then it's basically the the no, the spinal cord. Yeah. Spinal cord is getting strangled by your spine, basically. Right. The bones around. Do so you have back surgery? Yeah. I had back surgery. I don't want to show my scar, but... Nobody L5 knows about S1? it. L5S1? What did I you th- have? People say, like, you should tell people because they think you're this and that. Like, I just don't want to open where, that world. What happened to your back? Pinch nerve? No, I had an accident on, on uh, SNL and I did uh, a flip and I... How? And what sketch? Did, like, uh, it was a... Um, it was a... It was a Golden Girls sketch. MSNBC takeoff. And I dressed up as one of the Golden Girls. It was a Dateline thing and then I... Uh, the joke is I had a heart attack, but I did a thing, and I asked them to replace an iron rod chair in the dress rehearsal, and then they didn't for air, so I did it again, and then I screwed up. I started getting atrophy on my left arm, and I was like, what the hell's going on? And then I went to go see a surgeon. He's like, you got to you know, you gotta start now, and then I was like, no way. And then I got like non-invasive surgery, and that was like 98% fine, mm. and then it still got bad, and then a the physical therapist, and then I finally just had to have surgery. And then, you know, was in bed for like three months and, you know, did that and was under, you know, trying to that. And then some tranquilizers. And then, no. And then I, I had, on and some, then I, I was had, on pain medication. And then that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And then I had to take pain medication. You know who's really was on but this, that? Was but fucking you are, Whitney Cummings, dude. Let me ask She's you got a lot of fucking. But let me ask you a question first. Yeah. That there, I had to travel with like some painkillers mm. because there were flights and there were like, if you can't. Because apparently By coach you or can't, first? You, first. You can't I'm co- sit. I'm coach. You're not supposed to I'm sit coach. down for over an hour. Yeah. You can't. So if I'm like trying to find that happy merge, I had to sedate myself a little bit. Mm. And that. Of course. And there's a lot of anxiety that goes along with that too. You don't know. It's like you're, it feels like there's someone's hand in your back mm. and they're squeezing it. And all your veins are shutting off the blood circulation in your hands and your feet. And this all happened from the backflip on the Golden Girl yeah. sketch? It's bad. Yeah. I don't want to show... Can I show my screen? I yeah. don't want to show it. No, don't, don't worry about it. I Here, I'll a, show it. Turn it off for a second. No, don't, oh, don't okay. say it. Don't say it. Yeah. Anyway, but so, that, I've been struggling with that, with not mm. trying to... So that's why you're doing the Pilates. I don't want somebody to go like, oh... And then I buy into like, oh, look, I can't do any more monkey boy stuff because of the surgery. Monkey boy? Mr. Peepers. Like, I don't want to... Do th- you're very Peepers fi- really You're a very quick. physical I'm a physical comic. comedian guy, yeah, and yeah. I don't want to start getting into my head about like, I can't do that anymore. I'm... Mm crippled or whatever you know right. i'm right. not but right. it's 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 i have i'm in pain like almost every day really pretty much yeah. i have a really good doctor larry Koo. you should go see him from but ucla I, I can't take just, any more pills no i'm not like, talking about the pills i'm talking about let him look <laughs> at that's your, why i have let him look at say, your mri stand up though and then i that's why i don't now my shows are really good or much better because i'm allowed to be clear-headed and stuff. yeah so now because tmz good. called me Oh yeah. Well, they—that's the other thing. They like—they'll take any footage of me. Like I was fell asleep uh, waiting for a flight because I had three hour layover. Yeah. And then I woke up and there were three cops going, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "They were like, do you want a comfortable place to stay?" And I was like, "Well, I guess I can go somewhere else." And it was in Phoenix, and they don't have a place for people to go. You know what I mean? Like the, one of those places where it's a... Like a lounge? Yeah, like a lounge thing. They didn't have that in that airport. Phoenix doesn't have it. So I had to wait there by the gate. And um, and they came and... Uh, the, the, the cops, yeah. No, the cops. And then they, they said, do you want to go to a hotel? Or we don't have a lounge here. And I said, yeah, I'd love to go to a hotel. And I could just like take a nap and then get on the next flight. So I did. But then three days later, there's a TMZ thing of me basically talking to a cop in the airport and it says like was escorted for having what, crazy behavior <laughs> and i'm like and then tmz called me i said look that's you want me to I, and i told them like you just why are you doing this mm. like it's just kind of like lame mm. like it's you're clearly blowing it up to something mm. that's obviously not and it's not even interesting it's not even a good story like just yeah, you know, if they called me do and it. I said, "I don't know." You have to ask him. It was really you know, it was like lame. they said that you're on Ambien or something, and I'm like, "I'm on Ambien yeah, too." So. I took. Well, it's what's the big deal? Wait, no, I'm not. I I'm not on Ambien. Why wouldn't you? Ambien, well, that's Ambien. what I'm you saying. Just prescribe they, me some stuff. Yeah, yeah but that's like I, to, I see. I don't want to get into like cool. KTMC. Oh, here's the deal. I have a scar, and I blah blah blah. But see, I'm like already done with that crap because it was affecting me. Yeah, but I just want to have a conversation with TMZ. But yeah. I let them do what they do. It's just it's just yeah, kind of aggravating gonna... that there is a world. The part of that part of the the industry doesn't do that anymore. 
but they were like, hey, you're on TMZ. I believe everything. Like, right. what? Yeah, Why would you anymore. do that? So what do you think about that? Because when you were doing Night at it, the Roxbury... What made me upset it, was that it was, it was affecting uh, my work. Not as a performer, but people were like thinking that's all true on TMZ. We're here. We're here in the original room at the Comedy Store. Yeah, that's where we are physically. We never have done the show here. This is the first time. We usually do it at different locations and stuff. But before this is so interesting. No, I am. But before <laughs> before you got here, what was in what was happening in this room in the afternoon? There was a Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Yeah, oh. AA meeting. Here? Yeah. That's so weird. What do you think about that? Are you an AA? Uh, well, I'm not supposed to say anything, aren't I? <laughs> You're out. Well, you know, <laughs> are you an minute. AA? I don't know. I don't know. Do people say they are or they aren't? Are you sober Isn't or it not anonymous? sober? Yes. Oh, so you are sober? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you like have a chip and stuff? I have a chip? It, don't not you yet. Carry chips? chips? No, I haven't. Well... I'm not sober like I went... Oh, shit. Can I have to talk about this? Yes. I Well, I'm clear and I'm sober, yeah. But I'm not, I haven't done... I haven't gone to the place. I have a person. <laughs> oh, so you have a sponsor that yeah, you do? Yeah, but I haven't gone go to, to the meeting. same... I do, but not the same one. Mm. I've been kind of like... It's been very... Uh, it's been Personal. committal, but it's been on my, my schedule. But yeah. there is somebody that's well, I'm just making saying, sure. All I'm saying is I'm throwing the olive branch... Out to you, I letting don't... you know that there is an AA meeting here. Oh, yeah. No, that's so, cool. Ozzy I, I like that. Comes, I just don't think I'm supposed come... to talk about it. You know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be anonymous. It's anonymous. You... Haven't you gone? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not supposed to tell yeah. me. <laughs> uh, Anthony Hopkins and Bono. TMZ it's called good him one. and told him to have a, uh intervention with you. Nuh-uh. That's why he's asking. Are you serious? Yeah. They said they wanted me to lock For the doors. For what? They're like, Polly, we know yeah. that that you guys have AA meetings at the comedy store. It's your mom's ah, place. <laughs> That'd have been funny. Because <laughs> you know, I'd be like, ha ha ha. Like, Let's go pee a cup. Whatever you want. And I go, and they go, hey, no, no, prove it. And I'd be like, ha ha ha. That's merchandise you can sell on the road. You're peeing a cup. They really wanted to do that? Like, of all people that care for me or really want to look out or, like, really believe anything, that, like, they have. Why? I, I love know. it. Like the, Harvey, Harvey TMZ, Levin's we a, have a heart for you. Harvey Levin's a friend of mine, and he says, hey, when you see Chris, tell him I love him. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he going to hug me and hold me? Yeah, he's going he's gonna yeah, to right. do more than that. He really helped me out. Did he's he? He's really showed a lot of love. By uh, no, no, he's no. fucking like making it look like something worse. Mm. Well, we know that. Well, it's your nobody, fa- nobody sleeps in an airport. Well, I sleep in an airport yeah. all the time. Oh, they a found cop. me on. Whoa, Indian, something's going on. They didn't report it when I did it. They didn't report it. I'm not saying that I had. I did have a. You know, when it first happened, when I had a car accident, yeah, that was a problem. I told everybody, and I said like, yeah, I crashed because I was, uh, you know, I was taking medication. Mm. But that was a year and a half ago. Now they keep making it like right. this is still happening. And then what and about? Not. And then what about working out here Hardly at the comedy whatever. store? Like bringing my weight stand up, doing stand up oh. here because you've never been here, right? No, I haven't. I Rob's go to the, I go to the uh, Laugh Factory. Yeah, I go. Why there don't you come time. here? I don't know. Do you know who's here tonight performing? Harvey Levin. <laughs> David Spade. <laughs> David oh, Spade's he? here. Wow. I want to go back to like you and I and David Spade have. Uh, similar same women thing because <laughs> it's like I have like three relationships in a row all they all happen to go out with say, David I remember Spade. you telling me that and it was you like you had like a thing like I said a I literally went like with if him. you are friends with David Spade by chance that means you might be sleeping with him and just be honest with me before we get any further into this and the girl was like no we're friends but no and I said okay I'm a little weary on that If just be honest with me like I swear we're not doing anything. We're friends. Da, 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 da. And then later, I heard through the grapevine that Spade is livid That's that I'm awesome. going out with this girl. That's awesome. And this happened like three times in a row. That's great. It happens to me every because day. Because the girl wasn't honest with me. You want to hear? That s- they were. They just happened to be still yeah. going out or something. But, but here's the best. You so, ready for the best? Yeah. So a long time ago, I had sex with a playmate named Jillian. I won't say her last name. And we hung out for a little. And then after David Spade hung out with her, and then he got her pregnant. Oh, well, that's so different. Spade has a baby with a girl. Wow! That I had sex with before him. Does that make you happy? Um, that you had I don't sex know. With I think it's him? funny. Yeah, she was pretty hot. 
Well, I'm glad you came here to sit down with us. I'm glad we cleared it up. Harvey Levin, if you're listening, he's oh. not on drugs. He's not drinking. He's basically well, I, never, I haven't drank in like five years. Yeah, he isn't drinking in five years. He's not on pills. He's on pain medication I for took, his fucking back. I took... Well, no, no, no. That is medication. I was taking medication. Now, then I took Suboxone. What about Ambien? I took Suboxone. Ambien helps you sleep. Yeah. Like, it gives you that. But you know what? That is... People say it is bad for you. What's bad is like when you wake up and you're still on oh, ambient because yeah. it makes you cuckoo. Like yeah, like you. Or shouldn't. if you take it and you never go to sleep, if you fight it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or yeah, or if you wake up because you're supposed to be out for six eight hours. Yeah, it makes you hallucinate. Right. When you get your prescriptions, do you go to Rite Aid yourself or do you send this? No, I go. You stand in line. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, right yeah, there. So I, so it, it varies, you know. And you just like Chris Kattan right here, quick. Just I never think bag. about that, but I probably or should. Did. Now I'm realizing I should like, like I, because I go usually. What you go out and like, I go in sweats and like yeah. unshaven, and yeah. I have sunglasses on, and then We're they like, go, look at Kattan, Chris Kattan's a mess. Like I just right. got out of bed. And, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> whatever. It's my first time to ever be part of that world. Well, you're super. Now I see yeah, why, like someone famous, like these other yeah. people, like are like very guarded. Yeah. yeah, I mean, thank God I'm not. I'd rather not be. I I'm glad that, I'm not a superstar. You know what, though? I think that in comedy, you're allowed to. Yeah, right. Have those moments because it know just makes your life funnier and you have more stuff to talk about. Honestly, I don't know why. And my agent told me three weeks ago that you're you're a target right now. I'm like, why? Why? And they <laughs> just said, own I it. No, just I just embrace it. You should embrace it. Just go out of your way really? and, and like it's hysterical. Have I want some crazy to do, stunts. You know, what it'll you do be good. Is you make you. Here's what you do. do you make on fun purpose. of it. That's what I was. You thinking, come up on I stage. Thought, you go. I got to be honest. I just took an Ambien and I'm da 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 da. Or I just took a. You know what I mean? Then I should be at the airport and do it. Yeah, exactly. I should come out with like oh white powder all over my face. Yeah, and like where's my? You guys have any Ambien? And asking people. Yeah. Well, uh, thank, thanks for sitting that. down. You're welcome. I'm glad that you was made it. it. That All was I did it. was ramble. Was this good? Yeah, no, it was really good. good. It was interesting. <laughs> so, I thought that was good. It was nice. Yeah. He opened up. It, it was funny at times, but, you know, he... It's just weird that it's weird that he wants me to think that he's not on drugs or drinking when he's an hour and a half late. Thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was always late, though. Yeah, that's just this. That's yeah, but a lot, me. you know, a lot of people. You have a, a joke about it. A lot of people think that you're, yeah, fucked up, and you're yeah. just like, this is how I look sober. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I've always been a fan of Chris's and uh, and. Think he's super funny. I mean, all the people on Saturday Night Live are super talented. Super. You don't get on there without being. Yeah, there. and uh, I'm glad we cleared Ari. We cleared a lot of that up, huh? Misconception. Yeah, I learned a lot. I think he's just so kooky that yeah. people think he's fucked yeah. up all the time. But he's really a just a, you know, talented. a talented. Yeah, a talented. I think a lot of dude. artists and people who are talented are just so eccentric that people think they're always on drugs. Mm. Yeah, so I'm just always on drugs. <laughs> so I want to thank Chris Catan for sitting down with us. Give him a round of applause, guys. Yes. Thank you. And my next guest is, you want to tell us who's coming up next? I hope a lot of the younger comics listen to this this yeah. next guy because I think uh, – I think I'll have know. some insight. You want to tell to, us about who's going to well, be on? Well, who is the, it? The next, the next person it? we're having on is Adam Egit, who's mm. the talent coordinator at the Comedy Store. He's He's like – the Wizard of Oz mm. of the lineups of the he decides who goes up. He's the man behind the curtain, and it's not an easy job. Mm-mm. I mean, you got people who feel they deserve something that he just doesn't have the he has the he has the power to give them, but he doesn't always have the ability to do right. it. Right, and there's only so many spaces. Yeah, and I think I asked him about, or I'm I, not. I think I asked him about. I want to ask him about Dane Cook. Yeah, because he's kind of dangling out there right now, looking for. I mean, I think the only place that Dane works now is the Improv. So you know, I want to ask him about that. So right after this, you guys, we're going to have Adam Egit, and he is the uh, the talent coordinator, new talent coordinator at the Comedy Store. Uh, I'd like to introduce my next guest, Adam Egit. Is it Egit? No, you nailed it. Egit, yeah, Egit, what's up, it. what's Adam? What's up, bro? 
What's up? <laughs> so you, you came out here about five years ago? Right. And five you years. started working at the comedy store. That's right. Right. And see, I'm touring. I'm going on the road, and every I come back every couple of weeks, and there's always like new people here. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Him. You can't tell. When yeah. you come back from the road and you come back to the comedy store, you can never tell who is just like some fucking open micer that's like hanging out here that people are trying to avoid mm-hmm. talking to or who got hired while we were gone right. yeah, or like a new agent yeah or a assistant. new agent that you should be yeah. being nice to yeah, right. right so so that was about five years ago yeah right and 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 then recently in the last what was it about four months five months six God, months it feels like it yeah it feels like a longer decade. no it does a decade <laughs> I feel you like, got yeah. hired to because Tommy, you know, is not here anymore. Tommy used to well, I'm here run in spirit. Well, yeah, he used to run, run the talent, and he took off for whatever reason. We don't sure. need to get into that. That's fine. He, he ran his his course <laughs> here, and then my brother Peter, who's in charge of the comedy store, he called you up and said, "Hey, I want you to uh, do what here? I want you to take over for Tommy." And then my response, obviously, was, fuck no, absolutely not. I'm never going to do I can't. I don't ever want to do that. Big shoes Then he asked fill. again, and after I thought about it for a while, I, I said no again. No, I don't want to do this. And then the third time, after I started seeing some of the resumes of people coming in, after five years, you care about, you know, you really care about the people that are here in the club. And mm-hmm. uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want someone to come in and that didn't know any mm-hmm. of the comics here and didn't know the way the club mm-hmm. was and the legacy and the importance of this place. Because the, 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 the third time's the what? Ch- Charm, Tommy? No, that's Oh, Polly. That is Polly. Right? Getting... Dude, well, you need to I'm get your through. fucking ears fixed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How's your surfer's ear, bro? It's still cloggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's still cloggy. It's the coolest so sounding job, name for an So ailment. your job here is several jobs, right? Aren't you an assistant manager and in charge of talent? No, well, yeah. So, like, I got to cover on Saturday. But mostly, I just do the talent coordinating. It's a full-time job. I spend most of my days, oh, Bobby Lee canceled. Or, oh, Bobby Lee canceled. Or, right. uh, Bobby Lee canceled today, for instance. Right. So, so how do you go about kind of putting people on the stage there's three different rooms at the comedy store right there's the belly room there's the original room which we're in right now do you sit like at a coffee bean and with your computer and go like because my mom did the lineups right okay that's how it was it was a big deal she yeah. creatively kind of look at it and go okay, i'm gonna put roseanne here i'll put robin here i'll put argus jimmy walker whatever she kind of organized the whole thing i so wait yeah sorry stop for a second because i want to know how you go about okay. doing the lineup okay so so you get all the avails on Monday. People call in and go, yeah, I want to work out. So do you look at the, those and just kind of put them into an order that, that, that you think is right or what? What I do is on Monday night, after I see all the open mm-hmm. micers and, the, and most of the door guys that I can, at about 10 o'clock, I'll go upstairs and I'll take the avails mm-hmm. and I'll look and I'll write down everybody's name who's available on Tuesday. And then on I'll go one on, piece of paper. On one piece of paper. Then I'll do the same thing for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then I'll put all the headliners, the big, the the big draws, if mm. you will, and I'll put a little star like next me, to their name. Obviously. Uh, so I'll put a star next to those people's name. Sandy this is be. important. You don't yeah. want to interrupt them because there's a lot of kids. Already, you think a lot of kids are going to know how this is done? I think every comedian's going to listen to this podcast. Yeah, they're, they're going to want to know yeah. how it's done, so don't interrupt them. Sorry, this is sorry. serious. So there's certain people that I just, they get every night they put in for. You know? Like, you do what? If there's certain names that are really big draws yeah, and, I, and they help in, fill the room, yeah. they get every day. Yeah. Then there's certain guys that are grouped in, and I'm like, I try and get these guys four spots a week. Mm. Then there's guys that try and get three spots a week. And then based on their availability, if some guy only available two days i gotta take so i only give them two days it's really complicated and i have a system and then i put a little mark next to their name on the main list and i try and make it fair as i can so there's certain people that are in the three spot a week certain people in the two spot a week and i just because everybody's up my ass Mm. And I don't what? No, Sandy's already <laughs> no, what? I, no. I, I'm not no. up your ass. No, I get not. it. I you're know that you have not. a really stressful job. It, it is what it, it is. is. You but, should yeah. organize it by headshot. Here's mine. <laughs> uh, no, but let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. And I'm not asking. That's fine. For you. For me. I'm just sure. saying hypothetically, if you're one of these people that say regularly gets two spots a week, uh-huh. what would it take for you to bust into that echelon of getting three spots the headliners to be out of town uh, well yeah. obviously right, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but look, obviously to become a star next to your name you have to become a star well yeah uh, yeah there's certain things that would help right bump you up 
uh, right now, I think it would take, oh, I don't know, 30 comics to stop calling in every week. Okay. Nielsen's ratings would help. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you're just so undeniably... If you're just killing it on stage every goddamn night, and I have everybody in my ear, oh my god, did or you, you see this? Or, or you get a hit show, yeah. you know, all of a sudden you're on TV. Because for me, when I first started here, I didn't get any spots. I started at the Laugh Factory, and I actually didn't. Yeah, I didn't get spots. <laughs> every here. time I hear that, that blows my mind. Yeah, every time. No, I didn't actually. My mom didn't put me on stage until I was already out, like on MTV here. Jesus, you know, until I had made so it. So you really are I- working her system. Anyways, let's talk about Dane Cook. Let's talk about Dane Cook. Let's stop. Oh, let's, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Dane Cook. Let's yeah. get to the bottom line here. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So do you want him to play? Not not what the other comics think. No, it's I'm never talking about, about I don't give a shit what the other comics think. I'm talking about the business. Yeah. Do you think it would be good for him to be here? Sure. If it was, ten, year, if it was 10 years ago, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Right. I don't think he's as big a draw as he was. Mm. I don't think, based on my experiences and what I hear from so my your friends at other clubs. So you don't want him here? N- at the moment, not right now. I don't have room for him. And is it because he went off on the management at no. the Laugh Factory? No, that's so a even, small part of it. So even if he wanted to work out here and that incident Jeez. at the Laugh Factory didn't happen, I will you tell still him, wouldn't want him here? Not in the OR. I wouldn't. I would tell him exactly what I told Katan. I will get him on a show. And I told Emily to email this to him when she emailed him. And uh, I will get him on. Absolutely, I'll get him on shows. I, I put him to, on Red Band yeah, show. Because I Death talked Squad to Dane last week room. and I already promised him a main room spot. Oh, well, I mean, that's great. No, that's... <laughs> no, that's kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, what do you suggest that he does? He just goes to the improv right absolutely. now? Absolutely. Just goes down there. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't... He, he, <laughs> he has a, a real habit of running the light and i can't afford it right now like right. you know i'm keep i'm i'm trying to keep so everyone what alive. happens if you know if if we got a hold of dane and we said yo you can come work out as long as you're doing new material and you don't run the light and uh, he said cool I'd you love, wouldn't you i'd wouldn't. love to have him in the other rooms i don't have any room i i had to close the gates for passing anybody else i passed too many like we had i brought spade in uh i brought you know and rogan back mm-hmm. and diaz back and now madrigal back and uh, brought brought in Tom Papa, Greg Fitzsimmons, Anthony Jesselneck, mm. and all these guys. And I really feel good about the stable that I brought in. Well, but, I but approve of all and, those. And, God, and Godfrey. Well, on my behalf, I think you're doing a good job. Oh. Yeah, I think you're doing a good job, you know, based on, you know, the situation that Thank you. you're given. It's a tough job. Yeah. Um, but I agree with my brother, Peter. I think you've been here long enough to be able to kind of adapt to the position. That means a lot to me. Yeah, Since you got that, the wee yeah. seal of approval. <laughs> um, I like that you brought Spade in. Thank you. you know, I like Harlan that. Williams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harlan Robin Williams. Williams. Harlan Williams. Oh, I think if you that, brought yeah. Robin Williams, that could be like, fuck, this guy's a genius. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's good that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're doing what I suggested a long time ago, which is go to the agents. Right. You know, and say, hey, you know, they, these guys can work out here. And when I drive by the store and I see the different big names up there, I'm like, that's awesome, you know, because all those guys love the store. They do. And, you know, I know you hear me say this a lot, and I know a lot of people hear me say this a lot. Um, I think the store runs itself if the people that are running it actually care and the people that are running it do what my mom wanted them to do. Absolutely. So, you know, the store, you know, is re- the reason why the store to me is successful is because of my mom, you know, and the people that are all around it are just doing her work. So continue doing, you know, my suggestion is continue doing her work, be honest, and think of my mom and what she did because she created such a beautiful place, right. you know, for all of us to just fucking hang out it's and develop, best. you know. It's the best. And, um, and thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks thank for you. having thank me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. And um, no Dane Cook. Shit, I almost got it. Dude, because what? Awesome. Too many Dane Cooks in the kitchen, bro. <laughs> I thought what he had to say was pretty well, interesting. Be, be, be me now. Well, well, bro. well. That's not how. Oh, well. It's not how I would do, dude. How would you do it? Well, for one thing, wouldn't I would have Dane Cook here, mm. but only to expose him as a fraud.
but it's not just that. <laughs> dude, dude, Tommy, fu- this is going public, dude. You can't be saying that stuff, not right? Not cool, bro. Not cool, bro. Dude, he's a fucking millionaire, dude. He did something right. Well, I don't have money because I have artistic integrity. Okay? Mm. I don't need money. But I heard that uh, Dean Del Rey wants to open for Dane on the road. Dean, do you want to open for him or what? Oh, I already do. Want to? Anything I want, I get. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who Dean Del Rey is? Oh, yeah. He, he asked me out on uh, Twitter. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 So, so Ari, Still waiting you, for a response. Ari, what did you think about Adam? It was a really awesome interview. You know, I have a, I knew Adam before he was the talent coordinator, mm-hmm. just the manager. So he's always been really nice to me. But I know now he's the gatekeeper of the comedy store. Yeah. And it, so it's a and lot any, of good info. Yeah, and any comics that want to, be in, want to influence uh, Adam at 10 o'clock at night on Monday night, you can go up to the office <laughs> and, right, and tell yeah. him what they can oh, do. Oh, yeah, he loves that. Yeah. If you're a new comic, just go up to him and ask him. Well, look over his shoulder while he's doing the lineup and just, you know, subtly tell him what he should be doing. And that he really appreciates that. And it doesn't matter what level you're at. If you're an open mic or just say, Polly sent me up here <laughs> and told me that I should get a spot this week. And that's it. Yeah. Well, I want to thank, thank the Comedy Store for allowing us to, uh, to be here in the original room. This is the original room. This is... Uh, the room that where it all it all starts. Um, I want to thank uh, Adam for being on. I want to thank Chris Catan for being on. I want to thank you for co-hosting. Thank you at Sandy Danto on Twitter and Periscope and, and at, Instagram. How's the Periscope working out for you? I just started yesterday. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and we'll see you out Jeff there. Jeff Myro yeah. follows me on Periscope. Oh so. wow, that's cool. And you just got recently married or engaged? No, yeah, married. I just got married. Married. Yeah. married. Sandy's married, and I'm at Polly Shore. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time on the Polly Shore podcast show. Bye. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Bye, guys.